Well, grace be to you and peace from God our Father, our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text then for this fourth Sunday in Lent, it comes to us from the second letter to the Corinthians and is read as follows. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. This serves as the basis for this evening's, or I should say, morning's meditation. In Jesus' name, amen. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, I don't know about you, but do you like new things? I think we can say yes to that, right? We all like new things. We like to have new cars, new toys, new clothes, even new shoes. In fact, we want to have it all, don't we? We want to have all the new gadgets. You know, the iPod and the iPad and, of course, the iPhone and all the things that just come out. We might even want a new house, maybe a cabin on the lake, or maybe a winter getaway home somewhere in the south. We like things. We like things because they're brand new. I don't know. I can't help it. But I often wonder, what would it be like to have a new self? Would you like to have a new you? How it would be, I wonder, to take the old and trade it in for a new and improved model. You've heard it before, haven't you? Out with the old and in with the new. I don't know. It just sounds inviting, doesn't it? Out with the old and in with the new. You see, St. Paul records for us from his letter to the Corinthians something very special. For you and I are a new creation in Christ. That's what Jesus has done for each and for every one of us. He has taken the old you, right? And he has molded you, refined you, and shaped you, and has made you into something new. He has recreated you, taking your old self and making it brand spanking new. I don't know. Is it hard to see yourself as a new creation? It's hard because we keep doing the same old sin. But truth be told, you and I are indeed a new creation. Why, you ask? Because God says so. God says you are mine in and through my Son, Jesus Christ. You're a new creation. Because God wants it to be that way. And there are times, and I might add, many times in life when you or I, we get angry. We get hot-headed. We get even hot-tempered. But still, we're a new creation. A brand new creation in Christ. And there are other times, too, when you and I are self-centered and selfish, only concerned about ourselves and not about our neighbor. But St. Paul says, 
know this. Despite what you may think, you are indeed a new creation in Christ. Yes, you and I are a new creation in Christ because we have been given a new heart, a new set of eyes, and a new life. You see, here's the thing. God has given to each of us a new heart. He has created us as we pray each and every Sunday, create in me a clean heart, O Lord, and renew our right spirit within me. He has done so that we may know that he loves us dearly and that you and I may have the joy in our salvation. You see, that's why Christ died right there on the cross. He died there on the cross to save you and I and to give us a new heart. A heart that beats for Him. A heart that loves Him. And a heart to beat for each other. The Lord wants us to be committed. Obedient as it were to Him. He wants us to serve and worship Him. Giving Him continual praise all the days of our life. This, my friends, is our destiny. He wants us to put him first and foremost in our lives. The Lord has given you a new heart. So that you and I might be his disciples and you know what? To share in his eternal blessings. That's the reason why we're given a new heart so that we may share in his eternal blessings. And that we might love Others, just as Christ has loved us. St. Paul doesn't leave it there, though, does he? If you look at our text, he hammers it home once again. He goes, you are indeed a new creation in Christ. You are a new creation because God has given you a new set of eyes. Why, you ask, to see what he has done for you. He has given us new eyes so that we may see His glory, the glory of His one and only Son. And you are familiar with Acts chapter 4, verse 12, where it's written, Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to man which we must be saved. You see, God in His love and His mercy for you has given you and me a new set of eyes to see the salvation that he has won and given to us by his death on the cross. You, my friends, are a new creation. Because you have been completely forgiven of all your sins. Again, this is why you and I were given eyes so that we might see the power, the glory, the honor, and the salvation of our loving and living Lord. Paul says it once again. You, you are indeed a new creation in Christ because we have been given a new life to live. It all comes down to this. By his death and resurrection, you and I have been given a new life to live. 
In other words, you and I have been given a second chance in life to live the life that Jesus wants us to live. I don't know about you, but life is tough, isn't it? Things happen in life that we have no control over. I mean, you can go right down the list. I lost my job. My car don't start. I don't have enough money to pay the bills. I have medical issues. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. But St. Paul wants us to know that that, my friends, is life. But we don't have to just settle for that because you and I are God's children. We are made to be a new creation in Christ. St. Paul reminds us in Romans, the sixth chapter, particularly we focus our attention on verse 4, where it says that we were buried with him through baptism into death. In order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too might live a new life. Paul lays it out on the line to the Corinthians. He says, Do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. My dear friends, it's pink today. Pink reminds us of joy. You and I in the Christian life need to rejoice. Rejoice because you and I are a new person by faith in and through Christ Jesus. You are loved and forgiven and sustained by the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You are reconciled to God through the suffering and death of our Savior Jesus Christ also as the sun rises from the dead. So now what? We have a new heart. We got new eyes. We have a new life. So Paul says, well, go. Go now and live your life according to our Lord's glory, to our Lord's honor. Bless his holy name in all that you say and do. Let's face it. Let's not be complacent in life. Let's not be ignorant in this life that we have. For Christ has given us a new heart and a new set of eyes and a new life. So that means we are to go and to use them to serve him in his kingdom and to tell others of his mighty deeds. So go and share the kingdom of God and to tell others of his mighty deeds. And don't forget the love of Christ to share it with someone and, of course, invite them to come to beautiful Savior so that they too may worship Christ the King. You are a new creation, so be glad and rejoice. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, we say. And now may the peace of God, which transcends all human understanding, may, in all of His glory, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, so that you may indeed use your heart and your eyes and your life to serve Him to life everlasting. Amen. We'll continue with our offerings, and then we will sing the offertory 
Let the vineyards be fruitful, page number 955.